This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. That's DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Hey guys, Matt coming at you from the real drunks. Hey, if you're in a movies, booze, craft beers, and just shooting the shit with your friends, join myself, Jake, and Alyssa on the real drunks on the Deluxe Edition Network and anywhere you get your podcast from. That's the real drunks. R E E L, the real drunks. Check us out. Weirdest experiences I've had in the doctor's office in Utah. The first experience will sound very familiar to any girl who ever got married while she was at BYU living in Provo. At BYU, there's a lot of young brides. When you are first getting married, uh, you go into the OBGYN because you need birth control. Most of the people who these OBGYNs are seeing are Mormon women. Most of the BYU students are Mormon women who've never done the deed. I do not know if this is correct medical practice. I would love to have a real doctor chime in here. But when you go in for your pre-marriage OBGYN appointment, they give you these devices. I believe they call them spacers. And essentially <laughs> imagine almost like those condiment bottles that you get, you know, that have like ketchup and, and mustard, like those conical ones. They come Stretches. in varying sizes from small to large. Essentially, think of like a gauge, like when you gauge your ears oh my going God. from small to large. And you're essentially supposed to use these devices leading up to your wedding night so that doing the deed is not uncomfortable. Did you need spacers when you got married, Diana? You grew up in BYU country. You grew up in Provo. Is that really what we're going to call them? Spacers? Spacers? What were you going to call them? Stretchers. Stretchers. Vag stretchers. Vag stretcher. <laughs> A vajayjay stretch. Um, I've never heard of this. Have you? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. And that's just another one of Utah's finest things that doesn't surprise me, but does surprise me. It's shocking. I mean, so here's the thing is like I dated mostly Mormon girls in high school and like a few after high school and a bunch of them like confided in me mm-hmm. when like we broke up and they're getting married and blee, blue, blah. Yep. I've never heard about vag spacers. I never have heard of that either. And I'm a woman. Maybe so. it's a new thing. Like maybe yep. science is like, oh, Let's catch up with modern times here. Yeah. These poor Utah girls. Okay. For the girls that, you know, aren't test driving what they Yeah, right. What they're about to buy, <laughs> they need that. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. But at the same time, it's like, is there some kind of bullshit here? It's like, are we to assume that like every Mormon dude in Provo is like sporting a hog that's gonna destroy these poor Mormon girls? <laughs> like what no. is it? Like what is no. it? <laughs> no, that's definitely <laughs> That's definitely not happening. But I just realized too, it's not just Mormons. What's the, what are the other religions that are like no sex before right. marriage? Right. Well, I mean, okay, Is that like Catholic? that's the rule. But we all have heard the stories right. that those girls are the ones that are like actually really into getting it. I think that this is something that like maybe was for the really sheltered ones. And then aren't there the one Mormon girls too, where they're like doing anal because they don't want to do the real thing because it's not sex if it's anal 
I've heard that story so many times. Yet is that is isn't confirmed. that a real thing? I, I'm gonna say that that's an urban myth that might have some like clout and practice behind it, but not enough to be considered like the rule. Like it's more of like a guideline. But I mean, because I'm telling you now, Provo girls, <laughs> your asshole's tighter than your <laughs> vagina. So right, right. <laughs> just get that out there real quick. I mean. I'd like to say that my nickname in high school was Vag Spacer, but who are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that is TMI. That is TMI. Anyways, that's enough with that shit. Wow. Let's move on to some other shit. This is what you chose. This today, is what we, okay, huh? well, I mean, so here's the thing. <laughs> I'm flying through these TikToks yep. and these videos, yep. and, you know, the algorithm is all about, so I, the red pill shit's gone. Yes. Like I finally trained my algorithm to get rid of all that nonsense. That's fantastic. But news. like we did the episode about, you know, dating in Utah, dating in Provo, the Mormon girls and shit like that. So now the algorithm is like on this ex Mormon, ex Mo channel. Oh, yeah. And a lot of it has to do with like sex stuff. Okay. And, you know, so when I ran across these vag spacers, yeah. It got me thinking about what else are people oh, doing God. to their there's junk. Like, there's like dick stretchers and stuff, huh? I bet there are. And also, I don't know. So this is where I'm like, I might be telling on myself, but I promise you I'm not. How do I not know this information, <laughs> right? Right. You th <laughs> you're like, I've never needed a vag spacer in my <laughs> life. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. It's just weird, all this stuff that's out there that I don't know of or know about. Why? Why am I still so naive? It's sad. It's sad. I talked a little bit about this with Mariah on one of the episodes that she was on about how millennials and younger people are now getting into the whole thing of like, I'm going to take Cialis, but I'm 30. I really don't need it, but I want that extra oomph yeah. to like my strut, you know? Yeah. I can lay it down harder. Millennials really don't need this shit unless we are so fucking full of anxiety that we can't get erections anymore. Because when we were growing up, these commercials for Viagra and Cialis were for old dudes. Yeah. I remember Bob Dole being the spokesman for it when it first came you're, out. Yeah, you're, I and remember that too. Now when you're watching this shit on TV, because to get back to my story, on Hulu, whenever I'm watching a show now, mm -hmm. it shows me three things. Like there's an algorithm to the ads. Oh, yes. And I don't know if it, it knows my medical history or if it's <laughs> looking at my Google or if it's talking yeah. to Siri or some shit. Spying. I promise you I'm not looking up ED meds. Spying on you. But it's showing me commercials for psoriatic arthritis, which I have. Mm -hmm. It's showing me commercials for high blood pressure medication, which I have. Oh, God. And then it's showing me ads for hymns, which is like blood pressure, anxiety medication, but mostly... Dick pills. Like it's saying, yeah, you're 35, but you can't get hard anymore. So try hymns. Yeah. So it got me down this rabbit hole of like, what are people doing to their Have junk? you taken that before? Um, so yeah, I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. After my divorce, I was like fucked up, right? Mentally, yes. Emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. I was 30. Yeah. And like the first date I went on after my divorce, mm -hmm. I could not get anything going. And when I went to therapy and I talked to my uh, urologist about it, he's like, oh, it's because you're full of anxiety and depression. Yeah. He gave me a prescription. I maybe used it like once or twice and then the shit went away because I found someone that I liked and the anxiety went away. Right. Yeah. But and I how tried was it. it? How did it work? I mean, it worked. 
the shit works. You didn't know that this episode was going to be about you now, did you? Well, I'm turning the tables. It might be about you, too. Who knows? <laughs> we might have something. Oh, no. Oh, no. It, it, so it worked, but it was weird because it like made my head spin. Like I was. How long was it in? How long did it last? Are you saying like <laughs> when you're watching the commercials and it says if you have an erection? Yeah. If you have. Oh, what's a fancy word for erection? Oh, like protuberance or something like that, right? Protuberance. Protuberance, yes. If you have a protuberance lasting more than four hours, consult medical attention. They better be using that fucking word on that commercial because that is money. It's a great word. Yeah, so how long does that last? Is that like a six-hour thing? Eight hours? I've never had a six-hour erection before. I have no idea. I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, is like, how long does that stuff? How long does Viagra last? I I don't know. For me, it lasted as long as it needed to last. Let's put it it? that way. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have to take another one. I mean, this was what twelve years ago. Right. It's it's been a while. Oh yeah, I'm sure medication has come a long way since. But here's the thing: it's like every podcast now has an ad for a dick pill. Yeah. Or or something, and these podcasts are directed at dudes my age or younger. Yeah. You know. So I don't know, anxiety, depression. I know, get out of your head. Fucking world, yeah, get, get out, out of your of head. Your head. Get back into your dick. Like, So <laughs> let's just, I'm just going to go out with this one. Um, I have had plenty of experiences where it wasn't working and mm-hmm. I literally said those exact words. Like, relax. Like, get, get out, of your, out of your head. Relax, like have a snack or a drink just like chill the fuck out and that usually does the trick i watched as this, odd as that sounds i watched this guy on tiktok because i've been following these he said that if a dude doesn't want to take pills and he wants to get his dick going he's supposed to go soak it in ice water for like 10 minutes and what it does is it makes the muscles and the blood vessels contract mm-hmm. so when it warms back up they pop open again oh an ice bath that's a great idea right I use ice bath for hard-boiled eggs when I want to cool them fast so the yolks don't get too yellow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I used to sit in an ice bath when I, when my, yep, when I had a sore vagina. Right, when you were spacing it? When I, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I've never spaced my vagina. That is interesting. I need to get one of these things and just test it out and see what it does. <laughs> it's going to fall right out. <laughs> I know. It's like, no. Take it easy. So I do have three kids, but listen, I only had one vaginal delivery. The others were C-section. My vagina is tight as fuck. Don't, you don't even know. Right. You don't even know what you're saying. Anyways. <laughs> I wanted to see what other things are out there for both men and ladies. We're not going to leave you ladies out in the cold. Oh, my God. I pulled up a list of things that people are doing to their dicks to make them work or make them better. I mean, and this is the other thing, too, like confidence or just self-worth, getting the ego out of your head. Stop comparing yourself to other women. Like I talked about this again with Mariah, where it's like, okay, I have met size queens in my life, but I've never dated one. I've never intended on dating one. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's an attitude I think that is just transparent mm-hmm. and that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not holding the Eiffel tower in my pants, right? I'm never going to be like, yes, but no one's ever complained and I'll take that. Yeah. Right. No one's asked to talk to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> in that case. Yeah. I'd like to see the manager for this. Right. So I need a, re- I need a refund. <laughs> yeah. I need a refund. Or I need a, a voucher or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that would be something. But sure. 
I honestly didn't know exercises, all these different things. So there's exercises, surgeries, pills, and treatments. So we're going to go through some of these. So pills and lotions most commonly used usually contain vitamins, minerals, herbs, and hormones that manufacturers claim enlarge the penis. However, none of these products have been proved to work and some may be harmful. I forget. <laughs> I think it was a basketball player. I'm not a sports guy, but oh, a, no. like a decade ago, yeah, I remember seeing on the news that there was this basketball player that ended up having a heart attack because he took a bunch of dick pills he bought from the gas and station. he died? He had like a stroke or some shit. Right? Wow. Like he stopped at a gas station and bought all these dick pills off the counter. Because he was desperate. He was desperate and he took all of them. And it's like, well, if you're a basketball player, you should have better insurance than that. Like, go get the yeah, real shit. go get the real <laughs> Go get yeah. him. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, he died then? He didn't die, oh, but okay. it messed him up. Gotcha. Vacuum pumps. Mm. Because pumps draw blood into the penis, making it swell, they're sometimes used to treat erectile dysfunction. Oh. A vacuum pump makes a penis look larger temporarily, but using one too often or for too long can damage the elastic tissue in the penis, leading to less firm erections. So, so how the fuck do they know how often and how much is too much? I'm sure someone's been like, doctor, <laughs> my penis stopped working. <laughs> and then he's like, That's well, did so you use sad. a penis pump? Well, yeah. How much? A lot. Okay. <laughs> I just realized right now when we started this whole conversation, like, this is painful for you dudes, huh? Like, if your dick's not big enough, if your dick doesn't work, if it's too soft, like, that's that's a lot of stress and worry. Like, women, right. for example... Like, the only thing we really have to worry about is lube, I guess. Like, I've never had to worry about that. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> Stop. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. we don't have to worry about if it's too big or if it's not too big. Well, you're speaking, small. you're speaking for yourself. You know, it's objective, right? Like art, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. But dicks seem a little bit more complex. They are. I mean, here's the thing. I, I This is my opinion. I think dicks have three states. There's like the state of just existence. You don't realize it's there, but yeah. you know it's there. It's not hurting. It feels great or it's in pain. Like there's right. never an in between. It's, it's, it's like true. those three. It's like my dick hurts. My dick is fine. My dick feels great. Like, I was with someone at one point and was wondering if we were even having sex, but we were. <laughs> I said what I said. It's like check your protuberance. I said, I said what I said. I said what I said. I had to because it's actually something we joke around about because it's. I haven't seen or spoke to this person in a really long time, but. And you probably I won't think, again. I think, I think one of the last conversations we had was, remember that time? And you were like, is it in? And I was like, oh, my God, did I say that to you? And he goes, yeah, you said that to me. Yeah. And you were probably sober and everything. You're just like, is it in? What is happening right now? God, you're such an asshole. Oh, God. Okay. How about this? Exercises. Mm -hmm. Sometimes called jelking. <laughs> Have I not heard that oh word before? God. I don't Jelking. know. I don't know. These exercises use a hand over hand motion to push blood from the base of the head of the penis. Mm. Although this technique appears safer than other methods, there's no scientific proof that it works. It can also lead to scar formation, pain, and disfigurement. It's like milking a cow. Disfigurement. Like yeah. Right? Okay. Disfigurement. I don't want that. That is wild. A few small studies have reported length increases oh of half an God. inch to almost two inches. 
oh shit, we know what Antonio is going to do tonight. <laughs> He's like two inches. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> He's like, I got to go. We got to cut this short. <laughs> Babe, I'm going jelking. She's like, did you say jogging? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jelking. Uh, now to the most scary part. Surgical methods. Oh, yeah. Of penis enlargement. Not for cosmetic use. So cutting the suspensory ligament. The most widely used surgical procedure to lengthen the penis involves cutting the suspensory ligament that attaches the penis to the pubic bone. Also, skin is moved from the abdomen to the penis shaft when this ligament... Uh, the fucking... Wow. This Ow. is like an erector set. This is an erector <laughs> set for the best erection you could ever get. Oh, my God. Wow. Fat injection. Fat injection. Oh, yeah. That's like, you know, for the girls for like do your the lips. thing in their lips. Yeah, they, they put just... their ass fat in their lips and then put... Yeah. Do they use ass fat in dicks? Yeah. A procedure to make the penis thicker involves taking a fat from a fleshy part of the body and injecting it into the penis shaft. Results may be disappointing. Oh, my God. <laughs> This can lead this to a so penis good. that is curved, unevenly shaped, and irregular looking. Okay, right. Well, okay, that's mine. So what can it hurt? Oh my! <laughs> Scarring gosh. and problems with sensation Would and firmness. Would you do any of these? No. <laughs> like I said, no one's asked to see the manager. I haven't had a dick Karen in my life yet. So a dick Karen. And I don't think I'm gonna have one anytime soon. Tissue grafting. Another technique for increasing width or length is tissue grafting. This involves taking a piece of skin and fat layer from another place in the body. This graft is sewn onto the shaft of the penis. Sometimes other graft material is used. Okay. <laughs> is your dick so bad? It's so bad. I mean, I get it. There's some guys that really have it bad. And I, my heart goes out to them. You know? Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I've been on this earth for 42 years and I have not come across one of those. Right. And all the dicks that you've come across, I tell you, <laughs> those odds ain't that good. That was my point. That's why I was thinking <laughs> the good Lord above. I was like, thank you, Jesus, that you have not placed one of these in front of my face because you know I cannot hide. You can't. You can't. I can't hide my feelings. You're, you're, you're an amazing person. You've got a good thank heart. You. But you, you also don't have a fucking filter sometimes. I don't. I would be like, what the fuck oh is God, that? What the fuck is that? What is happening? I got to go. It's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's past my curfew. Right. I left something in the oven. <laughs> You're not going to touch me with that thing, right? Penis implants. These surgeries involve placing natural material under the skin of the penis to give it a thicker appearance. Natural material. Natural material. Like breast implants? Um, yeah. Like well, silicon. So, yeah. Okay. They have silicon for the dick. Shortening, scarring, and curving of the penis know. can occur. I don't know anymore. And the, Okay, so the surgery can also affect your ability to get an erection. So this is something that I've noticed with all these. Is this more for like the visual appearance or are you trying to just have something bigger to perform with? Because it sounds like well, the shit that you do to make it look bigger fucks up your performance. Yeah. I'd much rather have a better performance, right? For sure. I think it does a little bit of both. I like the only way I'm able to understand all this is I had I have had my lips injected one time in my life. Once. Mm -hmm. Uno. It hurt like a motherfucker. I'll tell you right now. It hurts. Yeah. The women that do it, like kudos. So just you. imagine your Kay? dick. But it does make your lips more luscious and full, and that's sexy. So the appearance of it, your lipstick goes on nice and smooth and they're just luscious. Right. 
Good to have luscious lips. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm just... For performance purposes. For protuberance performance. Exactly. (laughs) And so the point is, I think it's a little bit of both. Yes. Okay, but here's the the thing. And the performance of it. But all those things say that it affects your performance. So it's like, which would you choose? I would choose performance over looks any day. Right. I mean, that's why people turn off the lights, you know? <laughs> yeah, turn off the fucking turn light. Turn off the fucking lights. Or and, just... then, and then don't let the door hit you on the way right out. out. <laughs> Put on a blindfold. I'm so bad. Turn out the light. I don't know how I'm not a lesbian by now, honestly. Like, I should just change. Just should change. Just give it a try. I support this. I've tried it before, you dork. <laughs> Anyways, what else do you have? Well, speaking of lesbians, oh, let's hear shit. what you girls do to your shit. So, surgical Women. methods of vaginal rejuvenation. Labiaplasty is the number one one. Labiaplasty, reshaping the labia or lips of your vagina. It's a surgical well, procedure usually done to reduce the size of the labia minora. Excess skin can get twisted and pinched. It can get twisted? Like a fucking bread knot? Like what? <laughs> this is so fun. This is so fun. Okay. Labia Let me know when you're ready for me to speak. <laughs> you never ask me to speak. <laughs> but that's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Vaginoplasty. Tightens or repairs the vaginal canal after childbirth. So yep. that's the, the inside. That's the hall. The hallway. Yeah, that's for the women that had 16 kids. Clitoral Hood reduction uh-huh. removes excess tissue that covers the clitoris. Healthcare providers perform clitoral hood reductions to make sure that the clitoral hood is smaller. Yep. That's a sensational thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. So all of these that you're talking about right now, they're very popular, each one of these. Like I know personally someone that's had one of each of these. Before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They just offer them at the, yeah. <laughs> What'll it be today? A turtle wax and a vaginoplasty? <laughs> Women are really, I mean, this is interesting because I would like to know if I would need to hear from men, but women are really self-conscious about this. I've heard this and I've said it before. I've never met a vagina I didn't like. And <laughs> so did you know, I'm like trying to think back to all of our conversations over the years, every single one of them. Well, we've got 60 of them recorded. So. Yeah, well, it didn't, it didn't come out in the recording. That's why I'm wondering. Right. Um, did you and I have a conversation about this? I don't think so. Okay. I would I, remember that. If I, I remembered have, Big Pinky Toe Man, I would have remembered clitoral hood reduction. I have had a labiaplasty. <gasps> really? I have. Exciting. Yeah. Would you like me to share that now? Well, you just did. So unless there's more to the story. There's there's a lot more to the details. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. So the doctor is speaking. Mine mine was a medical procedure Uh because it had I hope so. (laughs) No, I mean medically. I got you. Not cosmetic. But after my divorce, um, I had my tubes tied, Mm -hmm. which is a tubal ligation, right? So while he was in there doing that surgery, I asked him beforehand, obviously, we planned the whole thing out. I said, what if I did this at the same time? Like, you just ask him in the middle of it while you're down yeah, there. I'm like, hey, while we're doing this, he's like, lay down, we're in surgery. No, no. Um, but when I was in there talking to him about the tubal ligation, that's when I brought it up. I was like... I mean, if we could do like kill two birds with one stone, that would be mm-hmm. amazing because I'm already going to be in there. And he's like, absolutely. So we got it covered by the insurance because of the fact that it was a medical 
Oh. An actual medical procedure. That's why I worded it that way. Right. Um, and I'm going to get really fucking graphic. You ready? So if you were to fillet a fish <laughs> okay. or a piece of meat, fillet it right down the middle. Right. And then stitched it down the side. That's what it's like recovering from a labiaplasty. So when you talk about ice baths, that has a new meaning now for you because yeah. I took ice baths because I was screaming in pain. I would call my mom three times a day crying like I am in so much pain. I need help. Anytime I would use the restroom, like anything, it was horrible. It was horrible. So it was worth it because I can exercise now without having that issue. Um, and it's it's just it's like a Kardashian. It's it, smooth. It, no. <laughs> it's no. Because full it, lips. No. Because it wasn't cosmetic. That's the unfortunate thing, is I was not in with a cosmetic surgeon. Okay. I was in with an OBGYN. He did a great job, but it is not perfect. It wasn't to make the vagina tighter by any means. It wasn't anything like that. It was just to make it more comfortable for me when I would exercise. So weird that we like you choose these topics and all of a sudden I have like a huge, massive life story right around it. I'm going to have to start getting you even, had no like, idea. I had no idea. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're best friends, but I don't say, hey, yeah. Diana, how's your vagina today? <laughs> no, how's it swinging? But like it would have been nice before I arrived here for you to be like, these are all the things we're going to talk about. And I would be like, Oh my God, I have a story that's really big. I right. can share that. That's not, it's not fun anymore. I know. You, it, like, the episodes walk, are walk, more fun when you don't know what I'm going to ask. I walk you. into the studio and he's like, guess what? We're doing this. I'm like, Oh my God, we're here talking we go. about vagnoplasty. Yeah. Yeah. No. So each one of those other ones that you were naming off, they're very popular. They really are. Well, I mean, so here's a question. It's like, are they popular because of uh, like self yeah. insecurities about your body? Because am I giving men too much credit? Like, I don't know dudes that are just going to go up to a woman and say, hey, your vagina is ugly. And I know some pretty shallow motherfuckers. I think when it matters is when you're showing your vagina for your living. That's just your living. You're showing your vagina off. Oh, okay. I got you. We're talking about porn stars here. You don't, you're not doing really good like reading in between the lines today for some reason. It's taking you a minute for things to register. Because my mind's not in the gutter, Diana. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> porn stars, they would be the ones that would get these surgeries because they want their vagina to look perfect right? and beautiful. Like that's your face if you're a model, you know? <laughs> that's exactly right. That's why some women get rhinoplasties, right? They want their nose to be perfect for whatever fucking reason. Anyway, so... That and Playboy models, right? Like they're no, they print. airbrush that. That that's not. I mean, okay, it might be, but uh, that's that's. There's some airbrushing. Photoshop. There's some airbrushing, but they're not taking the full vagina and manipulating it and photoshopping okay, it. Yeah, but like with AI now and all this shit, like that, yeah, like why put yourself through the pain? Like yeah. have someone do some CGI, like George Lucas, that shit. True. Right? Yes. There you go. Then you don't have to worry about. The pain, the recovery, the ice bath, yeah. the fillet of fish stitching. Like, oh you don't my need God. Any of that. It was horrible. It was the worst. It was the worst surgery in the world. So, here's my question for you. I oh. mean, superficially, oh. mm -hmm. this is a superficial thing. Okay. Is there stuff that you would do to your body cosmetically if you had the means? Or are you comfortable with who you are and what you are and what you bring to the table with like your personality, your natural genetic good looks? Because you haven't had work done. 
Like you haven't had a nose job or any of that kind of shit. I mean, you get your hair done every now and then, but who doesn't? Like, is it to keep this gray? Is it an inner thing now? Or if you had the means, would you be like, you know what? Filet me. Yeah. So I've had a lot of years to think about this. Um, I would have my boobs done and I'll tell you why. Um, I wouldn't be doing it for someone because obviously I'm not with someone that would be demanding that of me. I always told myself that if I were to get my boobs done, I would do it when I'm single. Hmm. And the reason why is because I love certain types of cute summer shirts and dresses and I want to wear that and I love to go to Mexico. You know this about me. Mexico is one of my favorite places to visit. And I want to wear super cute stringy bikinis and not have to worry about getting an underwire with a little pad in it to like do a little lift. Like that's such a pain in the ass yeah. to deal with. So for me, I would probably just get a little lift and maybe a little fill just for my breasts. Um, I have a Greek nose. But it's it's... And what makes you you? And I broke my nose. A softball hit me because I played softball growing up. And a softball hit me. So I have like a little bump on the top of my nose. I would get that fixed. However, a family member of mine has had a rhinoplasty and the doctor fucked it up. And <gasps> they had to redo her rhinoplasty like three times. But her reason was because she didn't want to have the Greek nose anymore. It bothered mm. her. So... Um, anyway, I wouldn't do that for that reason. I would just fix the, the bump from when I broke it. That's it. Like it's scar tissue. That's never healed correctly. Like you'll keep the rest of your nose the same. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't fix you it. You don't want to do like what the girl from dirty dancing did where she got a nose job and yeah. then no one recognized her and she didn't yeah. work anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's, it, yeah. If you got a nose job. We couldn't put you on the video camera for the podcast anymore because right? people would be like, who the fuck who is the that? Who the fuck is that chick? <laughs> right. I know. So that's it. Those are the only things that I would that I would do. But the breast thing, like I have always been really small. You remember growing up, even in high school, like I was tiny. I didn't hit puberty till I was 17. You were tiny. Yeah, I was teeny. And so uh, it took forever for me to like have boobs. And I was always teased about that because some of the other girls had like really big boobs in high school, which was crazy to me. I remember. Yep. I'm sure <laughs> you do. Um, so for me, yeah, I would do that, but I wouldn't go huge. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I would still want to maintain my figure and just make it comfortable to wear fun, cute clothes without a bra. I like that because it's true. It's like, yeah, you feel good about yourself feel good about the clothes you're wearing and like girls that have like Mm. gigantic boobs that are uncomfortable for them Mm -hmm. i totally get the reduction i also kind of get when people want them bigger too i don't know yeah i have family you do you i have family members with the most massive boobs in the world but it's what they're into that's what they like and it doesn't it doesn't cause them pain or discomfort so more power to them i just can't get behind the dick thing because it frightens me like it's interesting well also it's like malpractice right yeah like you're putting a lot that's a lot you're putting a lot of pressure on your dick (laughs) taking it to the doctor and be like okay let's put some shit in it and hope it doesn't fucking ruin it i know right i get nervous baking a cake at high altitudes let alone letting someone put no seriously (laughs) me too me too and that is scary and I'm hoping, like you said before, it's more for the function, like to have it function better, not so much they're embarrassed about what it looks like when they're naked. Because that's just an internal thing. 
Right. Like you've got to get over that. That's psychological. You can fix that. Yeah. Like if it's working, then don't mess up a good thing. And with that. And with that. (laughs) Now that the entire world knows. About your labiaplasty. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, if you've got any stories that you might have heard. About uh, cosmetic surgery of the junk that's gone wrong. Ooh. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, Let dick, us know. Dick surgeries. Ooh, I want to know about those. I've yeah. never known someone with a dick surgery. If you know someone, tell you us You really a story. don't know? You don't know a single person? Not no. One person. No. Huh. Uh, I mean, if, and if I do, they've never told us. I don't think that's something you go and like promote. Be like, right. guys, look at my new dick. Kind of <laughs> like I've known you my entire life and you didn't even know I had a uh, labiaplasty. You're right. I didn't. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Everyone, thank you for listening. Join us next week. Make sure that you follow us on all the socials, especially Instagram. That's where most of our stuff is. And then yeah. email us any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for episodes to the milf and me pod at gmail.com. Yep. Diana, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. And I'll see you next week. See you next week. Love ya.